Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, the number one podcast for bite-sized business advice for yoga teachers. If you're just getting started building out a marketing and business plan for your yoga business, you're in the right place. Now, before we get started, make sure you head down to the show notes and download my free content planning and strategy training with a free template. And make sure you hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. It's your host, Meg Sangimino here, and I'm really excited. I'm like fired up. I'm on cup of coffee number three here. Excited to dive into the number one step to take before you even start thinking about your marketing. So if you're someone who's in my Facebook group or follows me on Instagram, you know that I talk about marketing a lot. And I think of marketing as this journey that we take our students, our potential clients on before we kind of funnel them into a paid offer if they're a good fit. But the questions I get about marketing from all of you, from all the yoga teachers in my community, it's very telling because I get questions that's like, what's the key to marketing? What's the magic word I need to be using on social media to get a bunch of students? And as much as I wish there was a magic wand I could give you to wave, marketing is a practice just like anything else. And it never ceases to amaze me how much marketing is like our yoga practice. So today we're gonna talk about the steps that we need to be thinking about and taking before we even talk about marketing, before we even start talking about content, what to put on your website, how to price things, all of these really, really important facets of marketing, there are some really important steps we need to take before we even get there. So I'm going to talk about the number one step that you need to take before thinking about or worrying about your marketing, but I'm also going to kind of, you know, sprinkle in some other things that are really important to think about. And I want to talk a little bit about why we structure our signature program, the Yoga Biz Accelerator, the way that we do. We don't even get to marketing until month two, because month one is all about what we're going to be talking about in this podcast episode, laying a really solid foundation. So the number one thing, the number one step, to take before worrying about marketing is getting clear on what you want and what your goals are on what you want to offer and how you want to offer those things. I can't tell you how many comments and messages I get that say things like, Hey, how should I market myself as a yoga teacher? And when I go back and I say, okay, what are you marketing? Do you have classes? Are you hosting a retreat? Do you have an online program? Are you an in-person studio? Most yoga teachers aren't actually clear on those things. They might have an idea. They might have dabbled here and there thinking like, well, I kind of want to take on private clients and it'd be nice to teach some classes in person. That's not quite clear enough to start even worrying about marketing. So the first thing we do in the Yoga Biz Accelerator is we give you a a goal setting template. And what we have our clients do is we have them go through this step-by-step process of thinking about who's your ideal client, what do you want to be offering them, and get specific on what do you want to be offering them. Is it a three-month online program? Is it in-person one-on-one sessions? But it can't be this kind of vague, you know, whatever, whatever people want, whatever students want. No, we have to get clear. 
because there's a big difference. There's going to be a really big difference in your marketing if you're opening up an in-person studio versus if you want to be taking on, you know, clients in an online program. I'm not going to tell you that your marketing is going to be the same. There's definitely no magic wand I can give you to magically market to both of these things. So clarity on your goals is so important. And it never ceases to amaze me how similar our marketing practice is to our yoga practice. Because I, as a teacher, I teach in a studio. I have students coming to me all the time. And maybe you're sitting here, you know, laughing because you're listening to this podcast episode and you're thinking, yeah, Meg, I get the same thing from my students. I have students who come to me and they're like, how do I fix my low back? And I'm like, I have so many questions. Like so many questions, that's such a vague question. And the truth is there's not one pose I can give you. There's not one stretch I can give you that's going to quote unquote fix anything. Yoga is a practice and as teachers, we understand that. We understand the consistency, we understand the practice, we understand the getting to know ourselves. When it comes to marketing, we want this magic wand, we want this, you know, get rich quick, magic strategy that doesn't exist. So maybe that's a mindset shift that you need to be making in your business. Thinking of your business practices as your yoga practice, because yoga is everywhere. It's part of everything. It's not, we know this as teachers, we tell our students this, it's not just on the mat. So bringing it into our business practices, which brings me to sort of my next step to take before you even start worrying about your marketing, is setting yourself up for consistency. So again, it's similar to what we tell our students, you know, having a regular practice, whatever that looks like for you, if it's once a week, if it's five times a week, but getting clear on how consistent you can be. Because marketing is not, you put out one Facebook post and boom, you have a million clients. Once you get clear on what you wanna offer, you build out what you wanna offer, you need to set yourself up to consistently market. So are you blocking off time in your calendar to create content every week, to send out emails to your list, to grow your email list, to do these business activities that we need to do in order to have a business? That's literally why when I sat down with Stephanie and Allie, who are the co-coaches inside of YBA, we said to ourselves, you know, in month one, what are the most important things that our clients need to be doing before we dive into creating offers and marketing. One of them is getting clear on your goals. So filling out that template. And what we do is we actually go in and we look at your goals and we give you comments. We like comment on this Google doc and we say, this is a great goal. Where can you get more specific? Maybe, you know, if your goal is to grow an email list, how many subscribers do you want each month? And we prompt you to set even clearer and clearer goals. And then Allie, who's a PhD candidate, she's brilliant. She works at a university. So she's, oh my gosh, I can't even speak highly enough about Allie. She comes in and she teaches a time management workshop so that you're literally getting the tools you need to set yourself up for consistency. Hopefully that gives you a good idea of how important these steps are to think about before starting to market yourself or even starting to think about your marketing because it's okay if you've gone out there and you've tried some marketing strategies, you can always come back and revisit these steps. But if you're at the very beginning, which I know a lot of you are, are you taking these steps? And honestly, they're steps that we, we tell our students to take. 
then we forget to take them in our own business. So kind of in summary here, the number one thing, the number one step you need to be taking before worrying about marketing is getting clear on your goals. So however that practice looks for you, and it can be kind of scary to think about your goals, especially when you're what we call a solopreneur. Maybe you don't have a business partner or you're going on this business journey by yourself. It can feel really hard to make you know, decisions, but it's important to get clarity on what you want to offer. So maybe start with just one thing and say, you know what, I'm going to take on private clients. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to start with. And then you can start thinking about how you want to market that offer. Second is setting yourself up for consistency. You're not going to get a bunch of private clients by posting on Instagram once. So over the next month, two months, three months, how are you going to consistently show up and market to either, you know, your local in-person community or an online community, depending on what you're offering, but how are you going to put out content, put out messaging to actually attract students? So that is my little call to all of you listening here today is even if you've done these things, even if you've taken these steps, I want you to revisit what those goals are and how you can set yourself up for even more consistency. I'm always revisiting these practices in my own business. Um, I mean, those of you who have been sticking with me for the past couple years, you know that my offers have changed. Um, I've become a lot more consistent online and on this podcast. And that's literally from putting systems in place in my business to set myself up for success and set myself up for consistency. It's not that I magically have more motivation to do things. It's that I've learned and I've revisited these practices over and over, just like my yoga practice. We go through these ebbs and flows and we come out the other side stronger, more consistent, and maybe a little bit more confident in ourselves as business owners. So I hope this podcast episode was helpful for you. And if you know any other yoga teachers who could benefit from this kind of bite-sized business advice, go ahead and send them this episode and let me know what you both think of it. I'm so glad you're here and I will see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast really soon.